Blog Talk Radio. Yo. Yo. Going on. Okay, I can hear y'all now. All right, what's good? Man, another day. A lot of exciting news out there. So, man, what I really, let's get this started, Ammon, because it sounds like you're all in and trading with Angela Russell, right? Or Paul George. Okay. Am I getting the all sense right. that you want to just make an even trade because you posted that FS1 link on the herd about that one mm-hmm. guy, I forgot his name, just offering D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, Jason, Jason McIntyre. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into it. Okay, so this is my whole point. Okay, I don't want the Lakers to trade. I'd rather just wait a whole another year. But if we're going to trade, logically it makes sense if Paul George is going to be our shooting guard to trade him and I don't know someone else, but someone not that valuable like someone else. Like throw in I can't even think. I wish I wish they would take Miles Golf, take something like that. And just pair him up, just like Jason McIntyre was saying. Pair him up with Miles Turner, instead of getting rid of, um, instead of getting rid of uh, Randall. Like, yeah, I do like Larry Nance, but I, I just want to have like two of them there instead of just one there. Like, I'd rather have those two. And it's just like Digo to me. I don't think he's going to be better than Paul George. So, like, he's not going to be happy sitting on the bench. So logically, it just makes sense. Like, just if you're going to trade him, just send him over there so he could start and he could go make his money over there, and we can get started with the Paul George Ingram Lonzo Ball experiment. Okay. And what's the rumor right now? So Julius Randle, uh, the 28th pick, and who? Yeah, Jordan Clarkson and someone else. Okay, so Jordan Carson, Julius Randle, and the 28th pick, right? Yeah, something like that. So that that's too much. Like I said in the group text, I think that's way too much to give up. Um, I agree. I do agree, I do agree with you. D'Angelo Russell is going to want to start. Eventually, I mean, he's, he, he has, he, in his eyes, he has a bright future, and, and I don't think he'll be content coming off the bench. And if we are going to draft Lonzo Ball, if the Lakers are going to draft Lonzo Ball, and we have Ingram and Paul George, then really we don't need D'Angelo Russell. So I do agree with you there. Um, but well, before you finish, this is this is what I was going to say too. Okay, let's say that Paul George, we don't trade for him, and we just wait until next year. Like I'm cool yeah. with Bilo being being uh, the shooting guard, but like I said, once he signs, he's going to have to take that backup role. And if I'm him, I want out. Like, no, like if if, if he's as good as people are saying that he's possibly going to be, I and, and I'm him, no, like I do not want to sit on the bench. Just trade me. Like, just get it over with now. Trade me to the Pacers or whatever the case may be so I can go start and go make my money if that's the case because I'm not about to sit on the bench if I'm going to be, like, as good as people say I'm supposed to be, 
and Paul George is there. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and the, and the team is in public so that they're building around Ingram. And, yeah, they're kind of – they've been putting D'Angelo Russell in trade rumors. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that the Lakers aren't fully committed to D'Angelo Russell, and given the right opportunity, they'd let him go. I mean, especially with him drafting Lonzo Ball. So I definitely agree with you there. For me, it's just tough. Like, I don't know what I'm willing to give up, really, for Paul George. Um, but if they – because I know if he really wants to draft – play with us, then, he, then any team that trades for him will just be a rental. But if Cleveland trades for him and they have Cleveland and they make a title run, I mean, Paul George with LeBron James and, Ky- and Kyrie Irving, I mean, that's that's a scary team, even though I do think the Warriors would still, hand, would still beat them. But um, that guy did make a great point. What what player has played with LeBron and then left? Um, that idea might kind of be taunting. It might be scary. Um, so, I mean, that that might be some incentive to trade for him, but I really just don't want to give up too much. If we have to um, do a straight-up trade, D'Angelo Russell for Paul George, I think I would do it. Um, but also keep in mind, uh, we still have Jordan Clarkson, who who we're still paying. So I mean, if we can also do Jordan Clarkson and somebody else, that also does take a hit. And then we could use D'Angelo Russell for trade bait later on down the road. So I mean, we we I mean I know he's going to want out, but there's plenty of time to trade him before it's time for him to really go out. Okay, so what about Jordan as the sixth man? I, I I mean he's been the sixth man, like well like that's kind of the direction they're going. Is Jordan cool with that? Like does he like has he embraced that role? I, mean, I, I, I can't even answer fun. that question. Gotta, yeah, <laughs> I think he might be all right because he's been he's gotten paid, so he made his little his he's got his little fifty million dollar contract. But I mean yeah, he's probably trying to get that hundred million dollar contract next because he's still a young player. So, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. It's going to be tough, man. I just want Paul George to just come in free agency. But I also do want the Lakers to, like, if we show him, like, look, we're willing to trade for you now, commit long-term. Lonzo Ball, Paul George, Ingram. Yeah, I mean, what if we, yeah. say we don't trade, say we don't trade for him, what if, Brandon Ingram have, has a, a very average season next year, right? And we start to oh. we start to think like, oh, what if Brandon Ingram really isn't that guy? And then we have I, I, I've got the answer for that. What? Okay, now is Paul George on the team or he's still a free agent? He's still a free agent. Like, he, like okay, say say the Pacers are like, okay, we're gonna try to trade them by the trade deadline instead of by the off season. What if they're mm-hmm. to the Lakers and Brandon Ingram's just like, damn, like I don't think he's gonna be that good of a player. Like we just start to see it, right? Um mm-hmm. and then we're like, okay, we can keep D'Angelo Russell and have him at the two and then bring Ben Paul George at the three. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we're not really committed to Ingram long term. You know, like we're still just gonna test that out. 
At then, at that mm-hmm. point, are you willing to trade Angelo Russell? Uh, if that's the case, then I would rather trade Ingram if he's not going to be that good. Because you don't. What's the point of having him stick around? Like even coming off the bench. No, like he's he he's too young. And see, we we got to get to the point where we start making people desperate enough to take like what we're giving them. So like him being young, you can convince another team like, hey, just this wasn't the right place. Uh, if he goes to wherever such and such team, I guess it would be the Pacers. Like, hey, he might be able to uh, find his stride with Miles Turner. Like, you got to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Like these dudes are too young to just be on the bench and just like have them there. Like yeah, like in a in a ideal world, yeah, like it sounds good, but it's just like there's no way these guys are just gonna stay quiet. Like you're gonna hear stuff leak through the media or wherever through their camp. So it's like no, like regardless, like one or two of these guys are going to be gone in the future. Like it's not like all of them are gonna stay, but I just think for mm-hmm. The sake of the team, and like I said, logically speaking, if you're gonna have George as the two, just just like like he's trying to make it a smooth transition, just make it smooth for D'Angelo. Like, yo, we we gonna get this guy, we gonna send you to uh to Indiana, and you gotta figure out from there. Like, it is what it is. Like, you just have to figure out from there. Now, it'd be different. Like, if if it was like, um. Damn, I'm trying to think of a really good power forward, uh, like almost like a superstar power forward. Uh, I can't Davis. think of a name right. Uh, oh, you said Anthony Davis? Paul yeah. Millsap. Millsap's good. Like a superstar or just like an average like all-star power forward? Blake I guess I'm, I'm thinking of a, of a superstar. <laughs> I, what I'm trying to explain is like I'm all for like it, it's – if uh, we we could get a superstar power forward, then I would have no problem getting rid of Randall. But like it's just weird to me the thought of like getting rid of Randall to get Paul George. Yeah. Thing, uh, like in that trade, and then like we still the have thing, D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. The thing about oh, power can, forwards right now is I don't think they're as good as they were like five years ago. Remember, like five years, like when Kevin Love was in his prime, like. Or getting yeah. those ridiculous numbers in Minnesota, like Aldridge was balling, like you still had dirt. Yeah, you know, saw like you still had like a plethora, like Zach Randolph, like Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. like entering his prime, like. So I don't like all those power fours. Like right now, we just have Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, like Hunt, and then you have like Paul Millsap. Like the power four position isn't as stacked as it as it has been. Um, you know, and then power forwards are now like stretch forwards, and and either they're either stretch forwards or they're like utility men, like Draymond Green, who could do it all. Like that's why I like the that's why I like Julius Randle because he could dribble out the break and get the rebound, dribble, create the fast break. He's great at passing and, and setting players up. My thing is, he just needs to get a damn right hand and finish mm-hmm. better around the rim. And a shot, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and make better all decisions by passing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like he like when he's on, he could play make and everything. But like, yeah, some of these like he'll make like boneheaded kind of like he doesn't know how to like switch gears 
smoothly. Like you know those veteran players that know how to like accelerate at the right time, like make the right play, just kind of be smooth with it. Uh, especially when the pressure's on. I guess, like, for me, like, yeah, obviously I am a Randall fan. And it's like, I never thought he was going to be a superstar. I still don't think that's going to happen. No, like, I always visualize him as a young, a young baby uh, Zach Randolph. But, like, much more mature. But he's and, different. Because like, he, like, Zach Randolph's not getting the ball and dribbling mm-hmm. or pressing the break, running, like, as the point four. But he's got the left mm-hmm. hand. Uh, Zach Randolph, more of a post player. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like I just feel like like not every player is going to be a star. And I feel like with Laker fans in general, uh, like a lot of like our fans are like really spoiled. So they just expect like whoever we draft to like just be great on day one or wherever the case may be. And I feel like mm-hmm. with Randall, like he's such a player, like he's just a player that's like, okay, he's not consistent like every single game in terms of like scoring and stuff like that, but he's so consistent with effort. I think he really wants to be really good. I do think he has a chip on his shoulder. I just think he needs time just like the rest of the guys. So it just irritates me when people just like think of him automatically as far as training, but then don't say nothing about Digo as if like Digo hasn't been inconsistent. Like, yes, he has made some improvements. But it's like, dude, he's not the point guard that people were trying to hype him up to be when the uh, when the draft, when he was in the draft. Like, he hasn't been that guy. And, like, that's why I was cool with him being two towards the end of the season because I did see improvements. But, like, as a point guard, I don't want him to be a point guard. Like, I just don't. Like, like all the stuff that people were saying, like, I don't see it. So that's why I want Lonzo Ball there because at least, if we have one more year with him, like, he can really excel more as a shooting guard, and then we can just go from there just in case, like, this Paul George thing doesn't work out, which I do think it's going to work out. I do kind of – like, I'm like one of those people who believe in destiny, so I am kind of, like, throwing out there with Paul George. But, yeah, I, I, I kind of hope he doesn't go to the Cavaliers because, like, that other dude was saying, Jason, like, I don't know if he would leave, even if they lose or when they lose to the Warriors again. Like, I don't know, like, if he would leave. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, it could be scary. Especially once he gets that pace of the finals. I mean, he's going to want to come with that. Yeah. Well, like, the thing with the Cavs is, like, the Cavs are, like, dude, it, it's, it's only a couple more years left, dude. They're about to be dismantled, like. Dude, they're in chaos. Like, you're making decisions without uh, your GM, and then you decide to let him go now, like now, while you're trying to make these trades. And I just read yeah, – um, right, right now is a crucial time. Like, if I'm the owner, if I'm Dan Gilbert, I'm keep, I'm solidifying David Griffin as my GM before the season – before the offseason. Like, mm-hmm. this man has – this man has pulled off – Everything he possibly could to make this team great with minor adjustments. I mean, getting Mozgov last year, that was – or a couple of years ago, that was key. I mean, trading for J.R. Smith and Shumpert was pretty key. Like, 
the only kind of knock on him is overpaying players, but that's only due to the pressure of LeBron James saying, pay JR, pay Tristan, pay everybody. You know, but I don't know. Maybe they got a backup plan, but I do believe LeBron James is going to the Clippers in 2018. Um, and the Cavs will be down at the bottom of the league. Um, so Kyrie Irving. Get ready for the Cavs fans to love Kyrie some more because that's what we're about to get. Okay, so before we get to 2018, do you have love? Even though I believe uh, Kyrie Irving is a free agent for coming up, like in a few years too, so he'll probably be out too. But, same with Westbrook okay. and Anthony Davis, I think too. Do you oh, do wait. you have love traded this season though? Do I have who? Love, Kevin Love. I, the only the only way I see that happening is if they're trading for Paul George, which I don't think Indiana would trade for, or um, I mean, or Paul George. I mean, Paul George or Carmelo Anthony, maybe. But even though well, that doesn't even make sense for the for the Knicks to get Kevin Love, because with Chris Stapps, like you need a guard. Like, I don't know. What about Jimmy Butler? Well, I think oh, with the Knicks Butler. because oh y'all y'all continue. I don't think the I don't think Chicago would draft would I mean would want Kevin Love either. Like Kevin Love is. I, I get know. scared every time Kevin Love has the ball. I just he's just not a, that dude from Minnesota anymore. I think. He's become too much of like a pretty boy type of basketball player since he's left Minnesota. You don't see him like banging down low, getting rebounds. Plus, like if you look at Kevin Love when he had that shaved head, he was a bigger dude. Like if you and you look at him now, like he's slimmer. You know, he's always hanging out, getting at the three, getting jumpers. Like I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm good off. If I'm other teams, I'm good off Kevin Love if I have a big man. And all the teams I mentioned. Outside of, I mean, shit, even Indiana has got Miles Turner. You don't need Kevin Love. So I just don't see teams really trying to trade for him. And then I think they'll be stuck with him. Yo, I, I got he an interview right now. I, yo, I'm reading Ramona Shelburne's tweets, and she said the Clippers are calling David Griffin, dude. Oh, shit. To, to have him as GM? Yeah, like, they're not playing around. Like, they really are trying to, like, they're really going to war right now. Like, the Lakers, yeah, so they're, they got to start. So, they're, so yeah. they're like Doc Rivers, he's just going to be coached. I think so. I I think they're like, I think. You know, I mean, he's, I think he's, he's done a like, pretty, he's done a pretty below average job at GM. Like, he hasn't really. Like, there's been years where he's looked like he's assembled a good team. Like, we, there's been years where we look at the Clippers and we're like, damn, like, on paper, this team could be really good. But they just don't live up to it. Every year, they get injured and all of the... Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Even the assistant is gone. The assistant from the Cavs, he's gone. Damn. Damn, dude. So, from what I read, okay, so Dan Gilbert did not consult whatsoever with LeBron. 
he's going after Chauncey Bills to make him the next GM. And they said that, obviously, LeBron is not happy with it because he likes Griffin, and he wanted Griffin resigned. Wow, he wanted Griffin resigned? Yeah. He's out. He's out. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, he he's out. And they said that he was working on uh, damn, I gotta find it. They said that he was working on the Butler deal like oh, here we go. So this tweet was like five hours ago, so whenever that was. But David Aubridge said that like Griffin was working on the Jimmy Butler deal, I guess an hour prior to getting removed or whatever. I wonder why. Wonder why he got fired. Well, they said that they didn't see because his contract just ran out. Oh, they didn't resign him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, and they said, I don't understand how you. Like, I don't know how you. I don't understand. So. Huh. They they also said that um. The the one main thing that Griffin didn't want to do was trade for Carmelo. So they said that might kind of have, like, played a role. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But, like, that's one of the main things. Like, he did not want to go after Carmelo. Uh, see, the thing is, I, I they're getting rid of Kevin Love. I completely agree with not getting Carmelo. Like, I've been, I was arguing yeah, about my core. Because they're like, oh, like, get Carmelo. I'm like, okay, who are you going to get rid of for Carmelo? And trade Kevin Love, blah, blah, blah. Like, Stephen A. Smith, I think, even brought, even said you should trade Kevin Love for Carmelo because Carmelo is not going to shy away when the game, when it's a crucial game, blah, blah, blah. You need players to do different things. Kevin, Carmelo is not getting you rebound the way mm-hmm. Kevin Love does. And, Flowing the offense the way he does. Like Kevin Love fits way way better on that team than Carmelo. Carmelo is a ball stopper. I mean, maybe he play better with LeBron, but that's not getting past the Warriors. Who who is spelling LeBron from guarding Durant? Carmelo? No. The only way that the Cavs are getting past the Warriors is if they get Paul George because Paul George is an elite defender and that's another guy who can at least put a body on Durant. Um, so the Cavs are crumbling. Um, LeBron will be in L.A. for the wrong team. Actually, for the, he shouldn't be in L.A. at all. He's not welcome. I'm joking. Okay, so yeah, but, uh, let's, let's get to that. Let's let's get to your theory why why he doesn't fit the Lakers. Let's go. <clears throat> okay. Wait, how old will LeBron be when we get him? If we got him, 33, 34. He'll be 33 this year. After Something like that, season. yeah, 34. Yeah. So he'll be like 34 years old, 16th season. Clearly, he'd be coming to us for his farewell, kind of like last, um, last really, last run in the NBA, um, mm-hmm. which means we'd be paying, we'd be paying him, and 
we it would just be a show. Like, there's no way we're truly winning with LeBron in sustaining long-term growth. With what we have now with Brandon Ingram at the three, Lonzo Ball, we need, we're having a young team, and we're building around Paul George, who's 27. If we get LeBron, that's pretty much us saying, bye, Brandon Ingram. If we get Paul George, I mean, we that could work maybe for a year or two. That would be nice, like kind of try to chase one or two titles. But I'm mm-hmm. not trying to chase one or two titles. I want to be able to compete for titles over 10-plus years with this nucleus we got. Now, that's just with the, on the Lakers' side. Now, if I'm LeBron, <laughs> sure as hell doesn't make sense to go to the, to the Lakers because – they're, we're clearly rebuilding, and he clearly knows LeBron's not dumb. He knows that Laker fans are Kobe. You know, he knows about the Kobe versus LeBron. What what Laker diehard Laker Kobe fan do you know that appreciates LeBron? Like you okay, know, are we talking about Kobe stands or Kobe fans? I'm talking about the majority of Laker fans during the height of Kobe Bryant. Obviously, now that he's gone, like, people respect LeBron, but... Oh, they still hate LeBron, so yeah, you love it. But they respect him, but there's, like, they, you know, there's, there's always going to be that, like, okay, you'll never be Kobe talk, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why, come to, why come to the Lakers and just be another great? I mean, you've had Magic, Shaq. Kobe, Will, like a, a, a plethora of players that are Lakers legends. LeBron is all about building his own legacy. The Clippers, they're moving to Inglewood in a brand new stadium. Jerry West in the front office, his best friend, fucking brother, Chris Paul, chasing another ring. You got a center, DeAndre Jordan. You got a hungry front office who's clearly making moves. If David Griffin goes there, that's another exciting piece. So you got that. And the Clippers have never won an NBA title. LeBron was LeBron is all about building his legacy. He went to Cleveland. He got them the title. He's going to try to go to the Clippers and win a title in L.A. And if that happens, I'm going to cry. Because then they're going to start talking about getting a LeBron statue out here. <laughs> And, and all that. So I think it just doesn't make sense for either side, especially if I'm LeBron. Like I, that's why I don't think it'll ever happen because I don't think LeBron will ever do that. He'll probably give Magic a meeting because out of respect, but he knows that the Lakers' legacy is it, too late. It's he's going to try to build something with the with the Clippers. Okay. I mean, look, I I think LeBron's going to the Clippers, too, so I agree with you. But, okay, so you got Griffin going to the Celtics. Oh, yeah, I do have Blake Griffin going to the Celtics. Okay, so you have him and Gordon Hayward going, or just him? I don't know. Okay. I really, I really have to see what they do with these, with these picks. Um, remind me again which picks Boston has. Okay, 
So they have uh, the third pick overall. Uh, damn, I gotta look it up. I know they have three picks, three first round picks next year, and four first round picks in 2019. Jesus Christ! <laughs> With the third pick, they're going to select Josh Jackson. Okay, I said the same Josh- thing. When they get Josh Jackson, um, pretty much the same position as Gordon Hayward. I think they've made it clear that they're building up for the long run. They're, I mean, they have five picks. <laughs> but at the same time, you have Isaiah Thomas in his prime, and you you want to maximize that. So if they're not able to get Gordon Hayward, they'll be fine with Josh Jackson. But I really think they're building up for long term. Anthony Davis, I, and I've been saying that all along. They're going to go after Anthony Davis with multiple first round draft picks. When they, when, when in a couple of years when New Orleans isn't going as as well as they like, if they don't, that's that's another tricky thing though because if they have Blake Griffin, then then I'm not sure. Um, but the reason why I think Blake Griffin may go to Boston, I'm not really as strong on that stance as I am with other things, but I think it's going to be, um, I think the Clippers won't really have enough room to really sign Griffin and they're gearing up for LeBron James. So, they're going to do DeAndre Jordan and keep that flexibility open for LeBron James. And I think that's what they're planning for right now. And Blake Griffin wants to also win. And in the East Coast, it's his opportunity to really showcase and be the be the man out there and be a starting power forward in the All-Star game. Okay. So I got Griffin staying. I think they're going to steal for some reason try out this victory. And I have Butler getting traded to the Celtics and Gordon Hayward signing with the Celtics. I can think Gordon Hayward with the Celtics, too. But and, so, and you have Josh Jackson, or are you trading Josh Jackson for Jimmy Butler? Uh, trading Josh Jackson for Jimmy Butler. That's why I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to trade Josh Jackson and a couple of number ones to the Bulls, and the Bulls need to take it because clearly they do not care to keep Butler. So, yeah, they're going to trade him. That's why I think. And they're going to sign Gordon Hayward. So Butler will be a two, Hayward will be a three, and they'll just go from there. But is that enough to win? You know what? It might not be this year, but anything could happen. Just like Tyler Hurd and them have been saying, like, you never know. Irving might get injured again. If Love says he might get injured again, then it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. One of these years the Cavs are falling. Yeah. Look, one of these years, LeBron will finally get injured, maybe. Because, uh, my God, he has been so healthy. And how long do we have, by the way? What was the question? 
How long do we have? Oh, we already passed the 30 minutes. <laughs> you keep going. <laughs> oh, so does it just stop recording? Uh, Like, live it does. But, yeah, like, I mean, pretty much, like, as long as I don't click the end episode button, like, we should be able to go for a little bit more. Oh, I see. So you you could see how many people are listening? Uh, mm, I have to find that because I don't see that on my switchboard. But, man, that was crazy. But, uh, yeah, I just, I'm ready for the draft to be here. I'm kind of, I'm ready to get this draft going. I'm ready to get this off season going. I'm ready for football to start. And, uh, yeah, let's get it going. Any Any thoughts, Pat? <laughs> yeah, I'm like Pat. You no, like I'm listening, and I'm I'm like first off, I'm way behind on all of this, so that was that was awesome. Um, so I think the Lakers will be better with Paul George, of course. Uh, I think they go to the playoffs, maybe losing the second round, uh, if not next year, the year after with Lonzo. Um, but what, what do you give up for Paul George? Uh, you know, I mean Julius Randle had triple doubles. Uh, D'Lo is, I think, on the verge of getting really, really good. And with a guy like Lonzo, I think, you know, the sky's almost the limit. I also think you guys are right about Brandon Ingram. I think he should have done better or at least looked the part of what, you know, the Lakers want to get. So, I mean, you know, time will tell. But I think with Paul George on the team, he's 26. You know, he has 10 years. No, he has, I mean, 15 years left. So, if you can get him down – you know, in L.A. for 10 years. You know, the Lakers have a shot of, you know, making deep playoff runs. But, you know, do they win? I don't know. The Warriors are obviously, you know, here to stay. Um, and that's uh, in, in regard to the Cavaliers GM situation, kind of scratching my head about that. Um, I mean, for, for his cre- to, to his credit, they did win a championship. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a – Kind of a tough pill for me to swallow, so I'll read up on that one a little bit more. But uh, you know, I'm ready for the off season too. Football's coming around the corner. Unfortunately, I am a Jets fan, so uh, patience is a virtue in that arena. But yeah, that's a that's what I think. <laughs> cool. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. One down. That was Show, cool. Man. Uh, well, I guess until next time. Until next time, let's let's talk after the draft. Oh, by the way, I think we should actually get okay. We should talk before the draft, and I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my top ten mock draft. Oh, okay. Cool. Go I ahead. ain't gonna say nothing. Why you I talking? Like that I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just chill. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my top ten mock draft, but all the trades have to be done because I can't just predict trades and shit. But yeah, we'll do that. Sounds good. Hey, what 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 do you? So when do you have lunch? 
Okay, my lunch is at 12, and then mine's ends at, like, 12.45. Okay, yeah, mine's at 1. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn. All right, well, yeah, because, like, I'm like, damn, I'm at lunchtime. Hey, also, I'm also able to do one, like, in the morning before 8, like, 7. Do you, like, go to work, like... What time do you work? I work at 9, so I usually leave by 8. Okay. So 7.30 would be early, huh? Yeah, I might be able to work it, but, yeah, uh, I have to see. Yeah. What time do you draft? Uh, Pat, do you know? Because I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna, let me look up real quick. Oh, by the way, they saying Iggy going going to leave, man, because he he going after oh, his twenty million. Iggy, yeah, he's seeking money, bro. I'm like twenty million. NBA draft is June twenty second at seven p.m. Eastern time. Oh, oh, oh damn! Oh, damn. Oh, hey, that's cool. I just need to see the top like ten picks. I'm good, and then just I'll I'll be on on the updates. Dude, I think De'Aaron Fox is going to be pretty good. I'm just going to throw it out there right now. Yo, um, <laughs> so I think Dennis Smith is going to be better than De'Aaron Fox. Really? I do. Dude, De'Aaron's so dude's fast, on the, though. Dudes on the internet are saying the same thing as Stanley do. Like, I'm looking at YouTube comments, and they're saying the same thing. Yeah. Because really? Dennis Smith is just more of a playmaker to me. Like, he can score – and did you hear he tied the highest record for vertical jump? No, I didn't. I got to check him out. Yeah, he hit, he hit 46 or 48 inches. Yeah. Yeah, he, I think he's more athletic. De'Aaron, De'Aaron's probably faster. I'm talking about him. Yeah, De'Aaron's quick. De'Aaron's, but he's, like, more athletic. I think he has. he definitely has a better jump shot. Um, he averaged almost seven assists last season, so... I mean that you can't sleep on that. Uh, Darren just played on a better team, uh, but I like Dennis Smith's game. Like he's a good pick and roll player too. I gotta check him out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's this draft should be should be interesting. I wish I could jump forty eight inches. That'd be pretty cool. Right, just take flight. Yeah, like just out you. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. I'll talk to you. All right, guys. All right. All right. Peace, peace.